Hey there, my name is Jackie, and I am your host of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. Remember to visit homeschoolthinktank.com to learn more about how we serve homeschooling families. Also, if you check the link in the show notes below, you can get more information about anything that is mentioned in this episode. I hope you enjoy this episode about homeschooling and parenting, and be sure to check in on Mondays for our episode that is all about mindset. So today I am interviewing Jackie Grunberg. She is the founder of Backpack Sciences, and I have been following Jackie since she started this membership, even before it was actually off the ground. So, and she was actually one of the very first people I ever interviewed. So welcome, Jackie. Hello, hello. I'm so glad to be here. Well, thank you for coming. And what Jackie and I are going to do today is we're going to visit about a few strategies that you can use to help teach science to your kids, regardless of what curriculum you're using. And then at the end of this, if you're interested in learning more about Jackie's program, she'll tell you all about it. So Jackie, what are some of the common, I suppose, obstacles that parents have when they go to teach science lessons to their kids? Well, I think the first thing is just, you know, from our experience, science just most people, it's just overwhelming, you know, like you have to know the concept really well, you have to then come up with experiments. Um, and then, you know, you have to find all the materials and then do the experiment and then continue on. You know, it just seems like there's just so many more steps than a typical lesson that we come up with. And so I, the problem, I think that what happens is people get overwhelmed and then they, they put it off because they want to focus on, you know, the basic math, language, reading. And so those solid uh, foundations are met. So what I really want to encourage you know, parents, basically homeschooling parents is that it can be easy. It really can be easy without all of those things. And it's um, changing a kind of a mindset, changing um, what you have at your home or your resources and things like that. So I think my whole thing is that don't put it off to the side, really have science in your everyday life. And not just, you know, we're going to go outside, but we can do, we can use that but um, you know, doing that in a more constructive way, but just first of all, like taking yourself, just, you know, taking a deep breath and say, you know what, however I feel about science, whether I loved it when I was younger or I didn't, you know, um, we're setting a kind of idea of how we want our children to um, think about it. It's just like, you know, like when, when some people, they grow up and they're, they've learned or they, some people say, oh, math is really hard or I don't like math. I think it's the same kind of idea with science. Some people say that, but science is so exciting and it's all around us. And I think, um, you know, when you appreciate it also, you kind of transfer that excitement to your children. So I'm hoping that that's what I can encourage you to do. Yes. And you know what? I forgot to ask you to share about your background because Jackie has an amazing background in science from really working out in the field to more. I'll let you tell, share with people what you 
what led you to doing this? Yeah, so before I started teaching and before I created Backpack Sciences, I was a wildlife biologist. And so that was my first career and I was out in the field. I, you know, I lived in Africa. It was, you know, with nothing. There was, you know, camps, there was, uh, there was no running water. There was no electricity. I mean, we were out in the field and I absolutely loved it. And the way I learned science or the way I really want to encourage science is being outside, doing things, or, I mean, you don't have to always be outside, but you can, you know, kind of manipulate and have a really hands-on experiential learning. Because I think the fact of when we experience it and we're having an excitement and, you know, like, wow, this is really cool. It makes the, oh, science is hard. It, it eliminates it all because you're experiencing it. And that's the thing. And actually, that's one thing I really wanted to encourage. Um, one message for the homeschooling parents is that, you know, when kids experience something well okay so actually i take that back is that i want to make sure that parents don't feel like okay you know what i don't like i don't know everything about one topic or about science topics you know i'm not a science expert i you know i i have a different interest or a different you know background and how am i supposed to teach science you know all of these things and i think with elementary especially elementary parents and it gets a little bit more later on, but elementary parents, like it's really about getting kids excited, getting kids to like think science is cool. Like I wanna learn more or wow, look at, just look outside the window and there's so much going on. Or if I'm outside and that's what we want to be excited about. That's what I want kids to really understand is like, this is really cool. And so you experience it, you're hands on, you're, you're manipulating, manipulating things. And then later on in middle school and high school, when the concepts are a little bit more difficult, there's more details, you know, they have to memorize, they have to, you know, really, they can kind of reflect like, oh, I did do some of that, or I did something like that. I learned something about that before. Oh, and so I'm comfortable with it. You know, like if all of a sudden mm -hmm. they start talking about meiosis or mitosis, and if you've done something in the past and you've mentioned those key terms, they'll be like, oh, I do remember that. You know, I, I don't remember. I, they may not remember the exact concept or, you know, all the details, which is okay. But it's just like, oh, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I remember that. So let's, you know, I'm going to learn more about it. It's that comfort level. Yeah, and, familiar um, already. Exactly. So yeah. So let's say a parent has a kindergarten age child. What are some first steps that you would take to sort of draw your child into being interested into in science? Well, I think the first thing is starting with yourself, you know, so when you to just first of all, let it go, let it go that you don't know about something. So I've I've I used to work at an aquarium. Uh, this is one of my, you know, previous jobs as a, a as a wildlife biologist. And I would go by and you can hear conversations of, you know, children would say like, oh, what is that? Or why did, why is, the, you know, that thing, whatever it is, doing that? Or, and you, I could see some parents are like, you know, they kind of stiffen up like, because they don't know, they have no idea. And, you know, and, and you, it's getting over the fact of, you know, saying i don't know doesn't mean you're stupid or you're you know you're you're incompetent or all it doesn't mean anything it's just you can actually just sort of say oh, you know what i don't know let's find out 
there's must be a board here that tells more information or maybe there's a, a interpretive you know a, a person there that can tell us more or let's go home and find out more information and that just makes you be a role model of i want to learn more and it's exciting it's exciting to learn more and you're role model modeling a child that you don't have to know everything in this world <laughs> and yeah. you just know how to find out and you want to know how to find out or you know more details and i think that is the first step that's the easiest thing to do is just to say yeah. i don't know but let's find out or that's really cool i wonder why that that is and so and I, I would i would sort of phrase that as be curious be curious with your kids Exactly. And this makes me, your experience at the aquarium makes me want to share something with parents that I have done many times, even like last year on vacation, we did a lot of different museums. When we're going through museums, I take pictures of the boards because then when you get back home, you have like, let's say at the aquarium, a lot of the fish that were in the aquarium or various information. And you can use that as a springboard to go pick up books at the library and sort of go into some unit studies around that. But I think going to aquariums, museums, natural history types of things are a great way to sort of pique that curiosity in a natural Absolutely. way. Absolutely. And I mean, another thing I would say is if they're not asking questions, you be a role model of asking questions. So if they're just standing there looking at it, which is, you know, great. And you just being just starts asking, I wonder what that is, or why do you think that, you know, the animal is doing that or, or any kind of, you know, like you're walking in a park or something or an arboretum or something like that. And you see something interesting, uh, maybe some moss or I don't know, something on trees and even if you let's say you do know the answer, you can still ask that question, then you can kind of lead and that that's the sort of thing of you start you can very uh, it's not a trick or anything, but you can lead a conversation you can lead a, like how you want it Let, let's say you're you're going to start botany. And so then you go to the arboretum and you start saying oh I wonder why there are some leaves that are lighter than others. I wonder what, why is that? You know, even though you know, and you know you, what you yeah. wanna do, but, and then if the child says, I don't know, or, or they make a guess and it could be spot on, or it could be totally off. You just like, oh yeah, I don't know. Let's, let's like explore that further. And then there you go. You <laughs> Perfect. I love that. And it seems like even in, in your membership, you have these videos, right? It's changed since I, since my kids were younger and in it, tell me a little bit about some of your videos in the membership and how you might, how it's structured today. I didn't really plan on going into this yet, but I'm, I'm curious about it right now. <laughs> um, how it's structured today and how parents can sort of use those lessons as a springboard for even more. Right. How, do you, so, how is it? Yeah. So now, um, for especially it's perfect for homeschooling parents because these are short videos between five or six to ten minutes very short videos and i do go over concepts and and it's very i don't want it to be daunting you know and, and just 
like a 30 minute or hour show. It's just throwing out information and sort of on, on specific topics. And then and what geared I toward the kids now. Yes, yes, yes. It's geared toward the kids now. And actually, Jackie, I remember you saying you should make it was funny. Actually, you're right. The videos first were geared towards teachers or the parents. And then you're you always said, Jackie, you should teach towards the kids. And um, so now it has Yeah, we have enough to do. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so yes, the videos are I'm speaking as if I'm talking to kids, you know, like I'm teaching the kids. And, and what then, age group are you gearing so, them toward now? You know, my, when I create the lessons, I'm thinking of between nine to 12 year olds. So fourth through sixth grade. Um, okay. But it really depends because I've, I have parents, you know, it, it, you knowing your child and their needs and where they're at it. I mean, I have a range from like five-year-olds to middle school. So, and that's sort of what I thought too, when I watched them in the past is that they could, and I, I'm leaving this open because you've evolved the membership since then, but I always felt like, you know, this is perfect, like family centered science. You could take, it's, it's simple enough for young kids. It's complex enough for older kids that there, you can take that and do less or more with it. And that uh, that's always sort of been my thought is this is family centered science, at least yeah. elementary to middle school. Definitely. And, and the nice thing about it, depending on the children, uh, it can be independent too. You can say, okay, so, you know, this week you're going to do some science, pick a video or, you know, we're specific, you can be specific on, you know, animal science or, you know, we're doing forensic science right now. So you can even tell the child, okay, watch this video or, you know, choose a video. And the nice thing about this, I, that I'm pretty proud of is once they watch the video, they go to a um, follow-up activities PDF. And you can either say, you know, choose one, or if they're older or, you know, choose two or, or choose all of them, or I don't know, or, or if they're younger or they need more structure, you actually can choose the activity and say, this is what we're going to do. So there, it's, it's a, you know, it's very, um, variables on depending on what you need, but the nice thing about it is it's all cross-curricular. So it's always, you know, there is a science. I, I always want to include some kind of a hands-on experiment type if, if, if possible. And then there's always other options where it is, you know, creating a skit or, or make a song or, you know, like um, create a comic strip or do some more research so that, you know, we kind of hit all of those different learners, you know, because we want them to explore further but I don't want to just, you know, there are some kids who don't like the hands-on, who don't want to do that. And that's okay. Um, so when, I'm sorry, when you yeah. say different learners, you're talking about like kinesthetic, visual, auditory type, different learning styles. So if you've got a kid who just sitting down and writing a paper is not necessarily their cup of tea, but getting up and creating a little skit and then writing down what they did about the skit that changes the concept the way they're taking exactly. it in exactly exactly i to love the point that of of right and or they they really don't like presentations but if they created something and then at the end of the, what i encourage at the end of the week is to share whether it's share to you share to a homeschooling group or you know whatever it is it's not technically a presentation like oh i have to it's i'm just sharing that information i just shared what i created yes. this 
sculpture that represented XYZ, you know, and, you know, and, and there's research to it, even though you may, you know, you might have a child who says, you know, go do a research project. They're like, ah, oh, that means like a, you know, five page paper or a, you know, two paragraph, I don't want to write. Oh, but just go learn about this so that you can make sure all of the parts of your sculpture are are correct. So it's really about um, making sure that we hit all of the different aspects of teaching and topic. So like for me, I really think because teachers home or in the classroom have so much on their plate. You just, you know, you have to teach everything. So I really like to integrate so that you can kind of check off a lot of boxes, you know, like checked off science, checked off, you know, reading. You can even do comprehension. I've checked off some art. I've checked off, you know, it's like boom, boom, boom. I, or and, and even in my lessons, I really try to incorporate um, history so that, and geography so that we know where we're talking about. So even then, if, if a child watches a video and says, you know what, I really want to know more about Madagascar, you know, that's great. That's like perfect. You know, I mean, it may not have been exactly what the lesson was on, but if it sparked them to learn more about something else, fantastic. Well, yeah. and I think, I think that's exactly right. So I'm sort of summing up all these various tips that you're sharing in different ways. Be curious, ask questions, integrate other subject areas. And I can tell you, like, with my own daughter, since I met you, she's been into reptiles. She still is to this day, but they come from different countries. So there's geography learned with that. Mm -hmm. um, right now, she's getting a little more interested in their scientific names. So there's a little bit of Latin there. Yes. You know, there are, and she's taken that actually into her first job and works with reptiles now. Oh, nice. But, but that's, I love the integration of other subject areas. So regardless of whether you use Jackie's curriculum or another curriculum, you can branch out with those ideas in science and think, okay, how can we integrate that with some history or some language or geography or art? You know, where, because didn't you, do you still have kids keep like the journals, the like drawing journals and things? Yes, exactly. So the very, I have a scientific notebook uh, workshop and depending on when you're watching this, you know, it's, it usually it's once a year, but I have one August 20th. Uh, so 2022. Um, but I, you know, if you get on my wait list, you can always see when the next one is, but Yes, I hands down, no matter if you take my workshop or, you know, join the membership, I really honestly think the number one lesson that you have to have or the number one tool that you should have is a, some kind of a scientific notebook. You know, you can call it a journal, you can call it a nature journal, whatever you want to call it. But basically, it's a book where everything is kept. And I really mm -hmm. honestly feel because that's what scientists do. We have to take notes. We have to, whether it's what we're observing, whether uh, in nature, you know, you're on a hike, whether you're observing an experiment, like what is happening? Because then we have to change or you want to change or have the questioning of what if, what if we did something else? You know, what if we changed something, what would happen? Or if something didn't work, uh-oh, what happened? Oh, maybe we have to go look in our notes because you probably won't remember exactly how much, let's just say a chemistry experiment, you know, I put one tablespoon of whatever, or you're cooking, you know, something like that. It didn't work out. 
oh i put one teaspoon i was supposed to put one tablespoon you know something like that yeah you want to keep notes and that is science that's to keep it accurate so i really encourage i want everyone to do the scientific notebook um i make it a kind of a a fun way because and it's in an easy in my opinion super easy because um you just go outside but there are certain little aspects to have on it a, typical like scientific notebook well I I can look back and I wish I would have had my daughter do this because she has always been so interested in all the different science things and she probably has various pieces of paper that I've saved but not all in one notebook but like one year we she and her friend discovered in our tree right in the front yard just off the porch a hummingbird nest they literally watched those hummingbirds go from eggs into the little birds and leaving the nest and wouldn't that be sort of a neat thing to look back on Mm -hmm. drawings and all all the research I know she did like you know we went to the library a lot and got books and various things around those hummingbirds but it's also sort of this memento as a parent sort of like scrapbook type things right absolutely it and yes that's the thing is i would encourage every year it doesn't matter it's a school year it could be a you know calendar year whatever it is to have or or just when it's done you know you can have different volumes but it is a great way for a to reflect b to say you know what um i thought i did an experiment on this before, but I'm, you know, it's, it's a little bit different. You can go back and look. Um, it is a great parent moment, you know, like, well, and also I think it as a teacher's kind of, um, when at the end of the school year, you know, like this is, it's a portfolio, basically it shows a child's work, which I think they should be extremely proud of to even see, like, this is how, you know, was in the beginning. And then this is how I progressed. Um, but even sketches, I think that would have been amazing to see. Yeah. Um, or just little notes, even. I, I like little notes too, side notes of, you know, wow, they're, you know, they're hatching or they're flying away or, you know, or I'm sad, they're gone. You know, the little things that are just show insight into children's uh, minds. I, I mean, and yeah. things of science naturally, I honestly feel children are born with an interest and and nature science is such a great place you know like you you think about when you're walking your little teeny tiny toddlers you know that that are barely walking right and they'll stop they'll look down because they're really close to the ground and they'll see like a worm or a little bug or you know or start playing with the dirt or you know like pulling the grass whatever it is they have that interest of what is this well what can I do? You know, you know, like, can I touch it? All these things. So the fact of like, I really want to encourage like everyone to, and, uh, and finding a good curriculum that fits you of encouraging that hands-on encouraging it and making it easy for you. And, and that's what backpack mm-hmm. sciences really is, is I really want to make it easy, <laughs> quick. Um, I really kind of promote the fact of you don't need to do, know anything. You don't even know, you know, you don't have to do anything. You just, you know, it's ready to go. Um, unfortunately, yeah. 
you know, of course there's the whole like, oh, I have to purchase, I, you know, thing. that is sometimes that, that does, you know, you just have to kind of get over that one in sense. But I try to make things that are um, in your home because I know for, for example, teachers, same thing, they, they are, you know, and same thing as parents, you're paying everything out of your pocket, you know, so you don't, I don't encourage people buying a $500 microscope or anything. Um, but, you know, so I, I do kind of try to make it reasonable so that you actually do it and nothing is stopping you. So. That's actually really helpful as a parent. If you don't find that, oh, just to do all of these lessons, I have to go buy this, this, and this. I mean, the occasional thing that's, that's nice yeah. or it, it comes up, right? I misspoke there, but it comes up. Yeah. Um, Something I want to share with parents as they're listening to this is I've talked in previous podcast episodes a lot about a lot of different styles of homeschooling, whether it's curriculum based or unit studies or even project uh, based lessons. And what Backpack Sciences is, it can be all of those things. It is a curriculum. So she, it, Jackie is sharing, it, how many lessons a week do you share now? Um, yeah, there was a point when I was doing once a week and that was a lot. Um, uh -huh. I do two new lessons a month. Um, but the nice thing about it is so people, once you join, you have access to all of them. All of it. Yeah. So I get it, it. Really, you know, it depends on you. Like if, you know, oh, I, I wanted, especially where you live because everybody lives in different, you know, areas and it's winter or summer, or I don't want to do that. Or, you know, I'd rather do it this time of the year. So it's totally based on you, but then I am constantly adding. So like, as of right now, the recording, I'm doing forensic science. So if you wanted to follow me, it would be every two weeks. Um, most people just kind of do their own, you know, like, mm -hmm. and, and then I'm always open to, because like I said, I'm always adding. So, you know, I want to hear from other people like, oh, have, do you have a, you know, you don't have a unit on this. Can, can you create that? I'm like, yes, that's a great idea. Let's just start. Well, that. and just so parents understand this, your program has been going a few years now. So a, a lesson a week, there are a lot of lessons in there already. Right. And so you can sort of pick and choose what interests you in the moment. Let's say there's something on the ocean. Well, if you're going on vacation on a beach vacation, you might want to save that unit until like the month or two before to do that. Or if there's something that's more regional around the mountains, or maybe this is better for this season inside. So right. I think that's really a nice thing. Um, the other thing I want to continue with what I was going to share with parents, but I had that question for you in the meantime. So with the project, the unit based and the curriculum type of styles of homeschooling, you're really getting it all. There is curriculum here for you. Mm -hmm. You can take one of Jackie's lessons and you can expand it just to what she has offered. Or if your kids are really interested in something, you can expand it even more it, just through the library and going to museums and whatever, because you've, you've piqued your child's curiosity. But then what I like with project-based learning, the, the key thing with project-based learning is it's sort of like a unit study, but the big difference between a unit study and project-based is a unit study you're really just doing for yourself. A project-based learning is you're sharing it with others. So Jackie also has like a Facebook group that you can share 
I would think you can share those lessons in there, or you can share it on your own Instagram with your family and friends, right? Absolutely. And I think that is really a key point of at the end of, well, so, so scientists, right? So what, what we do is you do, um, you know, your research and you do your experimenting and, you know, all of that. And then at the end, what do they do? They publish, they share, (laughs) they share their information, right? So I really think it's important for kids to share their information. It can be super informal at the dinner table. Oh, you wrapped up, you know, your study on porcupines or whatever it is. And um, so tell us, that's the presentation. If a child can just say, oh, you know, I learned and here's some facts about what I've learned. Or, you know, I really don't like X, Y, Z or whatever it is, that's totally fine. I mean, it can be a formal, here's a poster board or, you know, and I want to tell you about things. It totally depends on your group, but it can be very informal. But either way, it's sharing. And I think that's really important um, for kids to, and there you go. That's the, that's the presentation. That's the, um, you know, how to speak in front of people, those skills that I think are necessary, honestly, and, uh, to practice it in this fun, you know, fun way is, is I think easier and good. And, um, one thing about my membership also, I don't know if, uh, it was there before, but I've really ramped it up with just, um, having teacher strategies like videos on how to improve where you're at um you know it's the success path you know where where people come in at different levels of teaching like you know you might be a brand new homeschooling parent or you might be you know you've been doing it for a couple years but how can you incorporate that in um and then also just really meeting with me uh i think that's the one thing different about different curriculums is that you have me to ask. Like I have a lot of people saying, well, how would I adjust this? Or, you know, in my my son or my daughter or my, you know, homeschool pod, we have these, um, you know, the, the, we have X, Y, Z. So then I would be, um, be able to say, okay, well, let's adjust it. Let's just say, you know, like I would do this, I would do that. And that's the nice thing about, I think the membership is that you're not just given paper, you know, like some curriculums you just have and you have no access to who created it. And like I've had one person, uh, we did a, it was a frozen bubble lesson and they had, they needed um, dry ice. Well, she was just like, well, I'm on a tropical island. (laughs) I do not have access to dry ice, nor is it going to be cold outside ever to be cold enough to do this. So we brainstormed and, you know, I found a different chemical that she could use. And, you know, so that's the nice thing about just having me to, you know, and I'll tell you if I'm like, I have no idea, but I will, you know, help try to find that information out. Um, To figure out a solution. Yeah. Yeah. So Jackie, I think this has been awesome. So I'll sum up for parents, sort of those five things we talked about that you can use with any curriculum, whether it's yours or someone else's, be curious, ask questions, like lead by example for your child, ask questions. So you're teaching curiosity, you're asking questions, you're integrating other subject areas to make your science curriculum stand out a little bit more. Um, let's see, use a scientific journal yes. and then share, share what you've learned, whether it's with your own family and friends or your own homeschooling group, 
or in Jackie's group, however you want to go about it, but share the things that your kids are learning, have them share. You don't share for them necessarily have them share. Right. It's theirs to share. Right. Right. Because they've now become the expert. And that's, you know, kids love to be the expert of something and, you know, the, the, oh, yeah. you know, the scientists who, who put things together or experimented on this and that. And so that I overall, you know, just hope that science is just a great avenue, in my opinion, because <laughs> you can put math, you can put language, you can put reading. I think it's a wonderful place. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm pushing science, obviously, because that's what I love is that, you know, you can use that as your base to to go off of all the different subject areas, um, but integrating it because I really think it makes more sense for kids when you are putting a math problem to an actual issue or, you know, or um, you know, language, or you're reading something that is actually integrated. Like you said, geography with your daughter, you know, she's learning science, but then there's geography to it. And then there's also, you know, why are there different reptiles? Oh, because there's, you know, uh, behavior, there's food source. I mean, there, it just, it goes on and on like climates and, oh, everything. So I really think that if, if you can be excited about science, the fact of, you know, A, you don't need to know everything and you just kind of let it go and, and not push it off. I think that would be fantastic. And I, I hope that everyone does science every single week. <laughs> yes, yes. So I want to wrap this up by mentioning two other things. One is I forgot to mention in the beginning. Jackie is a certified Montessori teacher, has a lot of experience in the classroom as well as that in the field science. So I think you are just the perfect person to do this type of thing. Um, the other thing is I want to clarify and make sure. So when your your membership, homeschooling parents, buy it, but so do like classroom teachers, right? To share in the classroom. So a homeschooling parent, let's say you're leading a homeschooling group of some sort, you could actually use this curriculum to lead a homeschooling group mm -hmm. and sort of have a small group setting of kids where you're doing this together even. Is that correct still that you can do yes. that? Yes. All, all of that is still correct. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, I know with some types of memberships, maybe there's an individual membership and then there's like a family or a you, you might have to have a different license to teach a larger group, but yours is just at this time anyway. Yeah. At this point, I, it's just easier that, you know, yeah. I, I sort of see it as, you know, I, I mean, maybe someday I'll get there where it, it, it is broken up. But at this point, I, I mean, my main goal, my main mission is just to make it easy for parents, for, you know, a teacher, to just have the access to the ready to go lesson. Um, I, and, and as you mentioned, I think as you had, you had said something like, you know, introduce yourself. And then I got really super excited about telling more about science. So I <laughs> got, um, yeah, so I am, you know, credentialed to teach Montessori from first through sixth grade and then uh, for Montessori. And I, I taught in the classroom um, for 11 years and then but I, before that, actually, I don't know if you I knew this, but I'm also state credentialed to teach middle school and high school science. And I did that uh, before Montessori. So my um, my excitement about it is, is just, I know 
I absolutely understand how much work it is, you know, how much time for prep. And I just want to eliminate that. I just want it to be easy to just watch the video or you can, and ask also in the lesson I, um, or in each topic, I have, I have a formal lesson plan. So if you don't want kids to be watching the video, you'd rather give the lesson yourself then it's all there. There's a transcript. There's a, you know, a step-by-step, like I have little presentation cards where I have a little symbol in the thing. And it's like, you know, in other words, it's telling you, put the card right now, <laughs> you know, put the card to That's show. Perfect. Yeah. So if, if you're not a, you know, experienced teacher, you know, you can have that guidance. And then once again, you have the follow-up activities ready to go and, you know, mm-hmm. they can choose that it's multiple, um, activity. So kids aren't very versatile. Yeah. So yes, I, I, you're allowed to right now. I mean, I kind of sort of have it uh, as an honor system of, you know, if you're using it for your family, fantastic. If you're, if you have like one little pod that you're teaching, that's great. Um, because as long as it's not, people are just sharing it, you know, all over the place, but it's really just, you know, it's helping you as a educator, whatever environment that you're in it's helping you um, eliminate any kind of like the multiple hours of prep and letting you have your time you know to relax or spend time with your own family and things like that so because i know that's absolutely yeah jackie thank you so much i really enjoyed our conversation And for my listeners, if you are interested in signing up for Backpack Sciences, I have a link right on our blog. You can go to homeschoolthinktank.com slash backpack sciences curriculum. Each word is different with a dash in the middle. You can also find Jackie's information at homeschoolthinktank.com slash interviews. That's a little bit easier to remember. And everything you need is right there. And I do appreciate it when you use the links we provide because I do partner with Jackie and I am so pleased to have always been partnering with you from the get-go because I know it's been, I it's really been think you have three an years. outstanding curriculum. Yeah. Yeah. 2019. Yeah. Three years. This is yes, when we, we got started on this together and we were both sort of developed. I was getting going with homeschool think tank. She was getting go- going with backpack sciences. And so it's, it's been a few years of getting to know each other and it's a partnership I wouldn't, I wouldn't back away from for a moment because it's excellent. And I really think you have a great product. And I think a lot of you as a human, <laughs> I think you're a good person. Ah, oh, thank so. you. No, I love, I love the support that we give each other because we're both doing good stuff. I mean, we're both supporting and making it hopefully easier for everyone out there who is, you know, educating their children. And that's important. And um, so I, both of us, both of you, I mean, I, I thank you too. And I love your, your mission and your goals too. Well, thank you, Jackie. All right. That's it for this week. Live and learn your way. My name is Jackie and I am your host of the homeschool think tank parenting podcast. Bye-bye. I want to say thank you for listening to the homeschool think tank parenting podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd like to ask you to take a moment to follow this podcast and share it with a friend. Remember to check the show notes for a link to the article that corresponds with this podcast episode. 
In this article, we'll include any links that we mentioned in this episode. And remember that you can search all of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast episodes at homeschoolthinktank.com.